Now. Jeff. Now. Seriously, dude. Now. No. Now. Oh, I'm going to murder you. Now. Stop. Now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and not quite with me as always, but still somewhat hanging around like a bad case of herpes. Sunny Gator. You sack of crap. Uh, 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 I'm in Florida and you're not. You know, I'm sitting here on my deck in southern Illinois. It's humid. I'm sure that's nice as well. Oh, it's humid as hell. It's cloudy. I was worried that I was going to get rained on for this. I mean, it's... It's almost as gross as you could imagine. The only different, the only thing is, it's not like a hundred and ten degrees outside. It's probably only about maybe eighty-seven or so. It's the only difference right now between you and I is I'm able to hang out at the beach, put my toes in the water, my ass in the sand, and look at girls in bikinis. But God. otherwise, it's pretty you much the same. You are using our ocean as your bidet oh, all day. Oh God! I'll tell you what. The okay, the condo we're at, it's got this water feature and it's like an umbrella, but it's not an umbrella, but it's like an umbrella. And you can turn it on and it's like a splash pad thing for the kids. But it's got this one like ultra jet that shoots up out of the ground and it is the perfect bidet. I've used it three or four times so far. Oh god. Think of the children, Jeff. Can't you just chlorine in the water? Can't you just think of the children? There's chlorine in the water. That's all I got to say. Anyway. All you got to do is stick over it. It's very inconspicuous. Yeah. Inconspicuous until poo particles just start running all over the splash pad. Because <laughs> we know you. Oh. You'll start giggling, and then you'll just start shitting yourself uncontrollably yeah, that, again. Okay, that would be problematic, because that's when the pool gets shut down for days. Right? Because here's the problem for you. It's not like Caddyshack. It ain't a Baby Ruth bar, buddy. No. It's, it's a freaking mudslide. Yes. Anyway. Well. It's. Sandy and little bits of corn. God, are we getting into the My Monthly ad this early into the show? What is My Monthly Cigars? <laughs> <laughs> well, My Monthly Cigars is where we are getting the cigar that we are smoking in today's episode. This uh, cigar comes to us from the August My Monthly Cigars box. It is the final cigar from that box that we are smoking. We are going to be smoking the Man o War Virtue. It is the Solomon size, which is five and uh, seven, five point seven inches by fifty four, with a Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, a non existent or unknown binder, and a Nicaraguan filler. This is a mild to medium smoke, so it's a good thing that we're smoking this at like ten a.m. You know, I know, right? Yeah. Well, we were supposed to smoke it at ten p.m., but of course, Nick was too busy. What? You were too busy last night. Well, last night did start getting wildly out of control. Yes, that's true. Yes, that will happen. That's so, true. no, I'm I'm fine smoking this. Now, I want to say to avoid the Karens, and there is an army of Karens down here, but to avoid the Karens, I have set myself up in between two palm trees on the steps to the electrical room for the condo. So mm-hmm. I'm somewhat secluded and hidden, and it was really peaceful. And like two minutes before we went on to record, the condo next door to me decided that it was time to power wash the entire five-story condo. So that's okay. That. 
background. That's okay. I have the, uh, what, locusts or cicadas or whatever the hell they are, you know, yep. screaming for a mate right now again. So, you know. Hey, if you only had a couple of days, you'd scream for a mate too. They're nasty little creatures. I like to eat them. You just pluck the wing, pluck the wings and uh, bake them. Oh, God. That's right. You did do that. Yeah. Uh, they're so they're gross. a great protein source in a lot of countries. That's so gross. Hey, that's how that it, John the Baptist he lived on locust and honey. Okay, what's your point? But it, if it's good enough for John the Baptist, it's good enough for Jeff the Baptist. Uh, anyway, well, you know what? It's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. I was just hanging out over at Riverman the other day with our man Dan. He. Uh, had a uh, couple of people swinging through, and so I hung out, had a cigar or two with him. Um, got to meet the guys from the uh, Dark Horse Dynasty podcast. It's a podcast all about fantasy football. They were there film or uh, recording their episodes. So Dan's got all kinds of podcasts rolling through there now. But um, It's like we started a thing. I know, right? But... But no, they were super impressed with Dan's uh, humidor selection. Um, Heisenberg, who's on that podcast, he ended up walking out of there with a giant shopping bag full of cigars that he found and purchased. He found some really uh, uh, unique things along with some things that he hadn't seen in quite a while. And so he was he was happy as a clam. I think he he ended up buying, I think, three boxes of cigars while we were there, dude. Oh wow! It was that's awesome. It was quite the purchase. So, and then um, you know the Dark Lord from that podcast. He was he was smoking and enjoying the Martinez cigars, which uh, they have the. You... I, he had never had them before, and so we recommended the forty five, and he was loving on it, man. So, you know, Dan over at Riverman carries the full selection of Martinez cigars, along with a variety of cigars from three dollars to a hundred dollars, all the way from that. You know, the premium budget bundles that Dan carries all the way up to that $100 socket unicorn. So if you're looking for a great selection in the St. Louis area, swing on by Riverman Cigar Company. If you're not from the St. Louis area, but you're coming to the St. Louis area, swing by Riverman Cigar Company. And if you're not coming to the St. Louis area, and I don't blame you because it's hot, humid, and gross here right now, just go ahead and pick up the phone and call Dan. He will do a mail order for you. So, okay, Nick, so normally at this point I would get mine out of the cellophane, but uh, you tricked me into taking a picture of my cigar today, and it's pre-cellophane. Well, you know what? I'll be generous, and I will get mine out of the cellophane right now. Thank you. How's that? Love it. Is that, is that sufficient? Uh, I feel a little dirty doing this. I feel like I'm... I don't know. Anyway, there. I think it, I think it moved a little. <sighs> Now you had to go and make it weird. Why'd you have to do that? <laughs> anyway, well, with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Anyway, I coughed it first take. I know, right? What are you doing? So. Battling COVID, I'm sure. This is an interesting looking cigar, man. So it's kind of a torpedo. But then. I was ask you, does the Virtue Man of War wording face you or face away from you? Well, see, okay, see how one side is, is capped up and the other side is actually kind of a little exposed? Yes. You're going to light the exposed end. Remember remember, okay. remember the Ave, I think it was the Ave Maria, how we just... Uh, wait, you, wait. What? Do you hear that? I don't hear anything. Oh. Anyway, you, re- you remember that, how it had that um, kind of tapered, it, the, the end of it looked just like this man of war. 
and you were all excited because all you had to yeah. do was light the nipple. I'm That's pretty right. sure this is the same kind of deal. I like a fiery nipple. Oh, God. Anyway. Well, Jeff, so what have you been up to? Has I... Well, you know what? Never mind. We'll get to that in a minute. So I've cut my cigar. Have you you cut yours? He doesn't even he doesn't want to know what I've been up to. I'm going to get to it, you sack. Anyway, so have you cut your cigar? Yes. And what are you getting on the cold draw? I hate to tell you this. I've already lit up and I didn't do one. You sack. I am completely off my game here in sunny Florida. Well, you know what that means, right? You you get to do the cold draw and the cold retro. Ah, no, 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 no. See, that, that means that there's not going to be a cold retro. But speaking of the cold retro, I want to take... This is as good a moment as any. We got a shout-out recently, and I think we need to address this. Okay. So, so let's go to the tape. Who is it the... Uh, I want to give credit where credit is due, because they, they pay us homage on the regular. Uh, little Mint? Right. Hmm. The, there's this cat Gator from Cigar Pulpit. Yes, yes. And he does a retro hail on the cold draw, which <laughs> does change how the cigar is presented. So you can do the cold draw retro hail, or that doesn't work. Yeah, either? that you can. And yeah. I, I just it made me think of it because I do do that. I take a couple of quick. You can't puffs. do a cold draw on a retro hail. <laughs> it's breathing out of your nose. Can you do it? If you if you take quick puffs and each puff you push what you puffed through your nasal cavity. Yeah, you can. Really? I don't know about that. Spicy uh, cardboard. <laughs> what the hell was that? Right? That was what awesome. Was that? That was Dude. that was Mr. Frickin' Jonathan on the Cigar Authority on Saturday, August 22nd at 43 minutes talking about your damn cold draw. Now, let me point something out. Of the two of us, I'm the first one to get mentioned on the Cigar Authority. I agree with Dave. Dave was like, you can't do that. Oh, you absolutely can, and it works. Oh, God. I wouldn't know it on this Virtue Man Award because I was too anxious and lit up. God, I just, I mean, I want to thank the guys from the Cigar Authority for talking about us, but on the flip side, of all the things you had to talk about, that was what you had to talk about? Really? That? Dude, but that's the insight I bring to the industry. Oh, God. I just, you've tainted them. Well. What about their taint? (laughs) Anyway. I think we have a bad connection. So I'm sitting here with the Man of War Virtue. And I am doing a cold draw. And oh, you got to do a cold retro for me. Come on, brother. Damn it. Step up. Be a regular guy. All right, fine. Graham crackers, dude. Okay. This thing just unmistakably hits me like graham crackers. There you go. Tastes I just, can't get past it. Tastes just like graham crackers. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I was worried it was going to taste like toothpaste because I just brushed my teeth not too long ago and I can still now, t- now, does taste, it taste the toothpaste like graham- on my mouth, but nope. Does it taste like graham crackers or does it taste like the factory when they get done baking the graham crackers and you go in and you lick the pan that they were baked in? See, now you're just pulling a Mr. Jonathan. Now I'm just kissing Jonathan's ass. That's exactly I love it. it. Oh. Oh. Cigar Authority rocks. They liked my cold retro hail. 
Oh, God. Dude, this is a good cigar. Just lit up. Woo! Ooh, I'm getting something. I'm getting something on the uh, retro hail. Woo. Yeah. What was that? I gotta I do another know. one. Though. I don't know. I uh, like I said, I just lit up. I'm drawing on it a few times to get past the uh, the uh, little part of the nipple here to get into the uh, more of the areola of the cigar, if you will. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Why can't you make it weird? <laughs> what? Really? Did I did I have I mentioned that I'm in Florida and you're not? Oh, I'm I'm keenly aware. So, dude, it is warmer in Southern Illinois right now where you are than it is in Florida. So tell me, and likely more humid. what? And likely more humid. Yeah, probably. So tell me about your trip. Okay, here, hold on just a second. Let me look. What? The Fort Walton Beach. Okay, right now Fort Walton Beach is 88 degrees. And just beautiful. We're going to have a little cloud cover this afternoon. Um, yeah, Southern Illinois is uh, right at night or right at 80 degrees, 81 degrees. Yeah, it's almost the exact same weather, but it's so much nicer in Florida. God, I am just, I'm going to. Uh... I've been sneaking out on the beach. I can't smoke in the condo. So I've been sneaking out on the beach at night and, uh, you know, having a cigar. And, you know, luckily to, to date, no Karens have accosted me on the beach. Because I think they're afraid I'll put it out in their eye. Well, I would hope they wouldn't bug you on the beach. Oh, dude, Karens will come at you anywhere. You know that. What did this Karen lady do? I'm I'm so confused. Oh, you know, there will not be a Karen. Uh, There will not be a baby born named Karen for the next 20 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, No, a couple of things I want to point out. So the other day... I ventured over to, well, let me find it here. It's on my Instagram. This is awesome show prep, Jeff. I'm so glad you were ready to talk to me about your trip like this. I have to pull it up. I mean, so I actually not like you. You see, he just keeps talking over me, folks. Why does he do that to me? Not like you were telling me that you wanted to, like, you know, do a show from the road, you know, for weeks and weeks. So. Oh, I know. I was so excited to do this. But by the way, I'm in Florida and you're not. So uh, what I wanted to point out is I ventured over to Hotspot Cigars in Fort Walton Beach and, uh, you know, had a nice little tour of the humidor. They had some nice um, basically the cabinet humidors on the outside and then a regular humidor. And they also have a uh, coffee shop there. Now, I will tell you, I didn't get to experience any of that because of covid and it was they're only doing smoking outside now and it was pouring down right in the day i was there but i say that to say this i then yesterday ventured over to hold on i gotta pull up the picture here real quick okay so i ventured over to shore thing cigars and it's s-h-o-r-e thing cigars that's down on 30A thanks. about... Oh, thanks for the spelling, Dave. Hey, you know, it makes it more interesting. Yeah. So, I... Uh, well, because somebody may try to look it up as sure, S-U-R-E, and but it's shore. Like, you know, the, like the beach. You get it? Mm. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. And... Uh, Was that I, S-U-R-E? S-H-O-R-E. No, no, no. You wanted to make sure. S-U-R-E? S-U-R-E. Okay. Yeah. I'm I want to make sure. I'm just you know making S-U-R-E. 
O-R-E. I'm God, good. people are just, people are clicking over to the office ladies left and right right now. <laughs> they had a great episode with Ed Helms this week. M- moving on. Get out. Moving on. Anyway, hopefully they'll send me some money for that, that uh, ad I just gave them. Um, so I got to meet a lovely young lady named Riley at Sure Thing Cigars. And then I also met one of the owners. His name is Paul. And uh, got, a, got to tour their humidor. I even grabbed a couple of sticks for us to review on the show. Really? Um, they have, they you have spent money on cigars for me? I did. And I spent I spent big money on cigars for you, <laughs> jackass. What the hell, man? I bought the Luke Bryant Davidoff. Oh, gosh. It, they said it's a rel- either an exclusive or relatively exclusive cigar to their store. Because guess what? Luke Bryant is one of the owners of their store. Oh, boy. Yep. So we need to parlay that into a Luke Bryant interview. I I mean, I'm all good with that. I just want to ask him if he's punched Uncle Rob in the face yet for that CD thing. <laughs> I was going to say, everybody's going to take their iPhone and throw it in a bucket of gasoline and light it on fire when we get to that oh, episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that would be crazy because an iPhone's about $1,000. I know, so. right? Right. So, yeah. But yeah, no, I would love to inter- interview Luke Bryant about that. But yeah, he's one of the owners of Sure Thing Cigars um, down on 30A. And again, we were down in Seaside, Florida. It was another five or 10 minutes away. We traveled to it. It was well worth it. What a great little store. Very There's cool. another one that I plan to hit up in Destin. And if I make it there uh, in between, you know, different family functions and whatnot. We're running out of days here, but if I get down there, I'll uh, be sure to give a review of that on the next episode. I thought you divorced yourself from this family. You know what? <laughs> Folks, they invited me to go to Florida. He's down there with his former in-laws, his ex-wife, and his daughter. <laughs> oh, and Addie has just been particularly on fire this week. Okay. Just mean as a hornet, but anyway. All right, then. Well, we'll be cylinders you know how kids are i get it well we won't we won't go into that but well interesting so jeff what are you getting on the uh, man of war virtue i you know what it's a good cigar on the retro hail that i did earlier i actually did two um there's a lot of spice there not necessarily pepper what are you getting well i have to admit on the cigar itself i'm having trouble pulling flavors as i'm smoking it um it's very very light i mean it's light in the it it's not leaving any sort of lingering flavor or aftertaste or or any sort of finish on the palate. It's a, it's a very good breakfast cigar. It, that's exactly it. This is a breakfast cigar, which is kind yeah. of ironic since I'm smoking so early in the day. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's not leaving it, much it, it, on the palate itself. Let me no. Let me very do. Clean. It is clean. It is clean, and but it, I will say it's it's also smoking really good. It's kicking out a lot of smoke. I have had to touch up my burn line a little bit. Um, I don't know if just lighten the the kind of small nipple tip on it just you know wasn't wasn't quite. I don't know. It may, it was either my fault or it was just whatever. But I have had to do some touch ups on the burn line. So I will say my ash is really nicely marbled. I'm having trouble with the smoke because I have such a nice sea breeze going on. It is dissipating my smoke, but you know what? It's a trade-off. <laughs> you should see my tan. Oh, God. I hit the nude beach uh, for about two hours yesterday, so I got no tan lines going on. There's a little spice on the retro hail. Not necessarily. I don't. 
I hesitate to say pepper. No, it's not pepper. Yeah. I love how you glossed over my tan lines. I'm I'm totally doing everything in my power to ignore that. <laughs> anyway. Um Yeah. You know the sad part was? I found out after I did it it wasn't a nude beach and I got a ticket. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that well, maybe there is a little pepper on it. Just a yeah, little. Yeah, there I think there is some pepper to it. But not like a ton. I just did a second you know, one. That's why the I beautiful that. thing. The beautiful thing about getting arrested naked on the beach is I'll end up on Florida man on radio stations all over the country. Oh god. Anyway, so Jeff, we actually have some legit stuff to talk about here. And uh, but there's something I wanted to point out before we get into that. What's that? So Nick, for the last two days, I oh, have had so much fun just jacking with him about time zones because I got him convinced that I was in a separate time zone. I didn't not, realize but... that you were still in the central time zone. I thought Florida as a state was located in the eastern time zone. I'm I'm in the panhandle. I didn't the penis, realize it, the what? The penis of Florida is in the eastern time zone. The panhandle is in the uh, central. Have you never looked at? at a map of the United States, Florida's America's penis. So does that mean you're staying in America's gooch? Taint. There you go. Yeah. No. You know, lo- the by the part. way, this by is the way, thing, but this is a beautiful, I love the redneck. Riviera. I was just this about to, I was just about to say, I would like to point out that we love our friends from Florida. We have quite a few listeners from Florida, so we're not making they, fun they of. They know their state looks like a penis. <laughs> they oh can look at that. Oh my God. <laughs> they even reference that in the movie The Paper when they're talking about the uh, the dick drawing for the uh, Viagra or whatever story that they were doing. Mm-hmm. Talk about like a map of Florida or then like, you know, the, the ninth hole at whatever golf course. It, it It's gold. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, no, it, we, we do have some actual legitimate things to discuss here. Dude, I'm, I'm going to tell you something here. One thing that I've noticed, at least in the panhandle, you can't swing a dead cat here without hitting a Trump banner. They they are solid, locked in, red as they can be for Trump down here. Well, and see, so that's an interesting point, because I've actually been reading quite a bit about the decision that the judge made about the um, uh, standard FDA, equivalent. FDA standard equivalents and everything uh, recently. So, so, folks, to catch you up here... And I'm I'm bringing up my you know Jeff kind of sprung this on me and so I'm I'm digging to find the actual what, what information. Way to be prepared there, Nick. You know I I don't want to hear it from you, but <laughs> yeah I uh, I was on time today for the phone call. Somebody else wasn't. You know, again, I, I asked him if he if he was ready now for about twenty minutes before we got on the air. Yes, he he did. So now. No, no, no. Um, so anyway, Judge uh, Maida of the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia has ruled in the cigar industry's favor in a lawsuit against the, the FDA. Basically, um, what happened was he, he said that um, the FDA's ability, he's delayed the FDA's ability to enforce its pre-market approval process until after the agency completes a thorough review and considers a streamlined process specifically for premium cigars. So the long and short of it is for right now, 
for right now, from what I can gather and from and and my total non-legal opinion, um, I think we've gotten a little bit of a reprieve. But you know, some people are celebrating it as like the victory. It's not the victory, guys. the The door is still very much wide open. All the FDA has to do is actually do the work, come up with some sort of a, a of a process, and you know this this can still come back. So you know it's not the full exemption. Um, Judge Made has been real careful about kind of how he's been doing things. You know he's he's not he's not writing the law. He's just doing within his powers to to start and stop things. Like for example. Um, one of the things that the cigar industry kind of argued against was this arbitrary date of, I think like February 15th, 2007, that your products had to have been out by and all this kind of stuff. Right. Well, he, you know, they, they argued it and he said flat out, Hey, I think it totally is arbitrary, but that's something you have to take up with Congress. So the idea that we're going to be able to get an exemption through a judge, I think is is not going to happen with this guy. I think I think the the exemption process has to go to Congress, and I think Congress is going to have to actually write an exemption into the legislation for us. Yeah. Well, uh, and I, let's be honest. I'm cognizant of the fact that we have listeners on both sides of the aisle. We have Republicans and Democrats, Libertarians, probably some Green Party. Hell, we might have some Antifa folks that listen to us. And bully for you if you're listening. So. But what what is our best path forward as as cigar smokers, as the cigar industry in well, the upcoming? Election? And the reason that I bring this up now is precisely uh, in response to you talking about how you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Trump banner down there. You know, guys, love him or hate him, no matter what your opinions are. And I do a little of both. Donald Trump is going to be much better for the cigar industry in in another term than Joe Biden will be plain and simple. And it just, it is what it is. And, you know, we can argue all kinds of other points and everything like that. I'm not, I'm not interested in that. You know, we, you know, we'll dabble in politics, but like, I don't, I I like to keep it light, you know, but, but realistically um, in this one instance, I'll just flat out say that if cigars are an important issue for you, then Donald Trump is the guy that you need to be looking hard at. So, yeah. you know, but anyway. Well, I don't think that's just you saying that. I think that's a no, lot I of mean, the industry saying that. The Cigar Authority has said it. Half Wheel flat out said it in one of their articles about this How issue. How many manufacturers you know, I would say we've, we've had, had off the air and on the air tell us that? Precisely. I mean, flat out, guys, the cigar industry knows that it will be, it it has a better chance of benefiting through this whole process with Donald Trump as president. So it's what it is. I'm, I'm going to throw one other thing out, and I've mentioned this a couple of times, and I'm sorry we're going off into politics. Please, we'll get past this really quick, so don't turn this off. God, I hope so. But if you genuinely care about citizens of South American countries and the Caribbean, um, it changes to the cigar industry will devastate those economies and those people that live in those countries. Well, because so many of them are, are involved in the cigar industry and it's how they make their living. Precisely. So, you know, it's it's just anyway, we'll get off this subject. But one other thing I did want to touch on regarding this FDA decision, you know, the uh, decision by the judge regarding the FDA 
is I do want to send a uh, bit of congratulations to Glenn Loop and the CRA. Um, I want to send a bit of congratulations to Scott Pierce and the PCA and all of the manufacturers that have been funding this fight. I mean, you know, there's been there's been a large number of of people involved in this. I mean, the, there's I think the um, uh, CAA was also involved. I mean, so you know, it's it's there. There's a lot of there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, and sometimes they all don't get along on what the strategy is in terms of the legal side and everything. But I do think it's important to send some congratulations to these guys because look. This isn't the the final victory, but it is a pretty big win, you know. Yeah. And especially for like Glenn Loop, who uh, is going to be retiring in November, I think it's important. Boy, that's gonna that's gonna be a real shame when he retires. It is. But I'll say this: this is kind of a good way to like kind of head to the door, you know. I mean, at least you're at least you're heading out on a high note, you know. True that. So, um, anyway, that that that's a positive thing. So. Anyway, so what are you getting on the cigar yeah. there, Jeff? You liking the Man of I'm, War Virtue? I just had to pull my band. I'm about halfway through. Are mm. you down to that half? Mm-mm. No, it's you you evidently got much uh, started earlier than I did. I think it's that that sea air. I guess I'm I'm actually maybe only about meh, about a third into it or so. I'd guess. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, I'm significantly I'm, ahead of you. You are significantly ahead of me. This is, like I said, it's a good cigar. I'll tell you this: reviewing it in the morning, like we are, is much better, much better than if we'd reviewed it last night. I think, I think we would have had a completely different take on the cigar at ten o'clock at night as opposed to ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, because if I smoked this, because I had a forty-five last night, and if I'd smoked this after the forty-five, I think. I would be getting nothing on it. I mean, just, I think it would have blown my palate out and, but I'm enjoying this cigar. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm glad there's still some spice on the retro hail, but not overwhelming. See, I, okay, let me do another one. I, you're trying to trick me into another one here. Yes. That's I, exactly am, what I am past the first third here. So I guess I'll go ahead and do that. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> oh God. I wish we were on video so I could have seen that. Anyway. So, Jeff, I'm going to get into something for a moment. Okay. So, and after that, I have a couple of shout-outs I need to do. Okay. All right. So, I was at a cigar shop recently. And I want to point out specifically to the listeners who follow my Instagram, it was not the Hill Cigar Company, and it was not Riverman. Okay? Okay. I, I want that very, very clear because I don't want anybody thinking that those guys are talking out of turn because I'm about to share a little industry gossip that I got. And okay. I, but I want it. I, I, I will take a polygraph and swear on a stack of a thousand Bibles. This did not come from anyone at Riverman or the Hill. Okay. I heard about some issues. So the um, one of the things that's being talked about a lot is slowdowns in the industry. That we are, due to COVID, due to travel restrictions, due to shipping restrictions, that sort of thing, it is becoming more and more obvious there will be some supply shortages. In we saw that coming. We did. We saw it coming. Uh, there was at least one shop owner that I have spoken with. Again, not Riverman. 
not the Hill, who uh, indicated to me that they placed an order with a company. I'm not going to name any companies. I, that's the other thing. I'm, I'm keeping this kind of like anonymous dirt cheat kind of thing. But um, they placed an order with a company, and he actually showed me the invoice. And out of like 20 boxes, he only received four. Ugh. Yeah. Um, Our cigar is going to become the new toilet paper. I, oh God, I hope not. Um, but anyway. You know what I'm saying, though? I mean, you you can have guys stock up their humidors and just raid the cigar stores, which is not the worst thing for the cigar stores, but they got to be able to restock. In the long term, it's not good. So you've got that going on. And, you know, I know Dave Garofalo has talked about it on the Cigar Authority on the after show. He's worried that it's going to result in some companies putting out cigars that aren't ready yet. You know, get a lot of green kind of young cigars. Green, and everything. Yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily going to end up being the case. But what I will say is I heard a story about another brand. And this is different than the one that, that I just mentioned with the invoice. And again, I just, for the record, not the Hill, not Riverman, but I was told that a certain fairly large brand. Okay. This is a big, this is a big brand. Trust me, dude. If I told you who it is, you'd be like, whoa. Yeah. Um, they had a bit of issues. What if, what if we spare all the listeners to secrecy and we go ahead and say it? Nah, I'm going to, I'm going to save that. I'm going to keep that to myself because I don't want to. Let's you, don't put want, it, you don't want to cause a run. Let's put it this way. I don't want anybody to be able to figure out where maybe I heard this. And then also, I don't really particularly want to get sued if I wasn't supposed to know this and say anything. So I'm going to, I'm just going to, just going to keep it nice and anonymous. Okay. 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 I'll give you that. But um, apparently this brand had a bit of a problem over Christmas and the roof on two of their bale houses started leaking while everybody was away for the holiday. Sixty thousand pounds of tobacco, wet and molded. Oh shit! They have no ability to make Maduro cigars right now. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of compost. Yeah, and just to make that much, you know, better for them. Their sales system was hacked. They couldn't, their their reps and their company couldn't access their sales system oh, shit. for two weeks. Wow. Yep. Yep. So, for what, what it's worth. wrong people? Why would they do that? I don't know. But for what it's worth, man, it's, it's not, there's some issues out there right now. Yeah. Definite, definite issues. But, yeah, I... I heard that little bit of gossip, and I thought it was really fascinating. No, but it, going back to the whole cigar shortage concept, you know, guys, I'm not saying make a run on the store and whatever, but you know what? If there's a particular cigar that you really, really enjoy, and you're at the store, and maybe they just happen to have an unopened box of them, you might consider going ahead springing a little extra, picking up that box and just squirreling it away just in case. Maybe the next time you go to the store, it's not sitting there. Fair enough. Just, just say it. Cause I know that there's good there, advice. Well, good anonymous advice. There, there's issues in terms of shipping from, well, from all the countries, you know, the DR, the, the Nicaragua and uh, Honduras area too. So, I mean, you know, you want to, 
it, it it's not so much necessarily that well part of it is they are having problems rolling because with social distancing they've cut back on the number of rollers you know oh yeah but then also on top of it once they get the cigars done you know there's there's shipping uh uh regulations and everything they got to adhere to there's you know um uh, shutdowns on the various countries to where nothing in, nothing out, you know, so it's, you've, you've got problems. And then some people might be thinking, oh, well, why don't they just ship everything to the United States and just put it in a warehouse here? Well, the problem is the minute it crosses into our country, they have to pay the S chip tax on it. Yep. And they don't want to pay the S chip tax on every single cigar coming in just to then turn around and stick it in a, in a warehouse, you know, it, it, the, yeah. That's why they house everything overseas for the most part. So that's that's the benefit they have there. But in times like this, it also causes the problem. Now, with that being said, that's one of the benefits that, you know, for all of you retailers that are out there looking for brands, maybe you're sitting back and you're getting invoices where only 25% of your order is actually filled. I'll say this and, you know, it's a it's a shameless plug. But one of the benefits to Martinez Cigars is they actually make those cigars in New York City. You know, they got guys sitting right there in New York City making those cigars. And when you place your order, they start making the cigars right there. You don't have to worry about, oh, we've got the cigars, but they're trapped in Honduras or they're trapped in Nicaragua or they're trapped in the Dominican Republic. They're not trapped anywhere. They are in the United States. They can get to you. So... You know, I'm just saying, if you're looking for a brand, maybe you might consider Martinez and uh, yeah. uh, reaching out to Dave Rivera over there because they they can get you taken care of within the confines of the uh, lower 48. And before long, you're going to be able to get the Bishop and the Gator, the cigar pulpit line from Martinez. Mm-hmm. A week, a few short weeks, a few short weeks. It's going to be yes. it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, actually, I was talking to Dave the other day. And uh, he's got a graphic designer working on our band, so we should uh, we should hopefully have that kind of finalized up, and and uh, we should be right in the window for the for the you know first week or two of September to uh, to drop the cigar. So, wow, something to That's consider. So cool. Hey, a couple of quick shout outs I need to give. Okay, so the first one is going out to a gentleman. His name is Mike Higgins, and he is with uh, Viking Motor Rad, um, is his uh, page on Instagram. Um, But uh, his daughters and my daughter became fast friends at the pool um, during our trip here to Florida, and I wanted to give him a shout out. I talked to his uh, lovely wife, and she told me that he is a cigar smoker. And will be real interested in our podcast. So if he's listening, I want to give him a shout out. And like I said, Addie became fast friends with his two young daughters. And they were just so, so sweet. All playing together at the pool. And they had such a good time. And his one daughter's actually having a birthday coming up this weekend. So I wanted to give a quick shout out. They had to actually leave early because of the hurricane to make sure they could get home in time for the uh, the birthday party that they have planned for. So I thought that was awesome. Has that hurricane been an issue for you guys? You know what? It was tracking. Both of them were tracking towards us when we drove down here, and I fully expected to be riding the storm out. And they both swung, uh, you know, luckily for the panhandle, not luckily for New Orleans and for uh, the Texas-Louisiana border. 
you know, they, they both swung over to the uh, west of us here. Now, we, we have had double red flag days, so we haven't really been able to get on the water to speak of. I mean, you can play in the edge and, you know, sit in the waves. But, um, yeah, the, the lifeguards are keeping everybody out of the water because it's pretty turbulent and there's been a t- tremendous undertow. Mm. Um, like the first day I was out before they did the restrictions, like you would start out at one point on the beach and like you'd be right in front of your beach chairs where, where the family was set up. Yeah. And the next thing you knew, you'd look up and you were 30 feet down the beach. And that was just from the, the riptide just sucking you down the beach. It wow. was really. So that has been a thing. But, you know, it's still I mean, other than one day of rain that we had, that was uh, some of the outer bands of the uh, first hurricane that came through. We haven't had any issues. The sky down here is blue, a couple of white fluffy clouds in the air. It's just gorgeous. Well, now, we're obviously, the, you know. I, you know, it's kind of pl- uh, cheesy for me to say hopes and prayers, but, um, you know, oh, yeah, but that, that, uh, but, but that area of the border between say, Texas and Louisiana, we got are definitely by. keeping our listeners down there in mind. So you guys stay safe and, and do what you got to do. And, uh, I, I don't know what Jeff and I can do, but if there's anything that we can do for any of our listeners down in the hurricane impacted area, definitely. Well, and know. luckily, I think there was enough, um, you know, enough planning ahead of time with evacuations and whatnot that I'm hoping most of the folks that were in the path got out of the storm. That doesn't mean their property hasn't sustained massive damage, yeah. but hopefully the loss of life is uh, minimal at best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those, those figures aren't even clear as we do this recording. So, you know, we have no way to know, but it, it was, I know last night they were talking about 20 foot storm surges um, coming in and that's just going to decimate that area. Yeah, that that's not I, good. It, I saw one meteorologist um, that was actually talking about how it will likely completely reshape that area of the coast, you know, from here on out um, because of the erosion and things. It's it's the the impact is you know going to be felt far and wide. Significant, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, another, so who else are you shooting or shouting out to? I got to do another shout out to a friend. His name is Kevin. I didn't catch his last name, but he's from Ohio. And I was on the beach the other night smoking and I look over and lo and behold, there's another gentleman there smoking. And I walked over, talked to Kevin, got to know him a little bit. And he was smoking a really nice uh, La Flor Dominicana on the beach. And, you know, we, we sat and talked cigars for a little bit and couldn't have been a nicer guy. And that's one of the things you run into down here. There are very few people that just aren't salt of the earth that are, I mean, who's going to other, other than the Karens that are trolling around, trying to find you without a mask on or whatnot, you know, who, who down here is not going to be in a good mood, you know, on the beach. I can safely say that I would much rather prefer to be on a beach right now than Southern Illinois, but that's just me. Oh, but that's, that's any day of the week for me. It's true. It's true. If I could figure out a way to run my businesses from here, I'd be living down here. Yeah. Anyway, we won't get into running businesses because this has been a week for me for that. So we'll just, We'll, Dude, just, it, we'll just keep on going. So there you go. But yeah, shout out to Kevin from Ohio, smoking the little Ford Dominicana. Um, great guy. And like I said, it's just, you know, from going to the cigar lounges here and, you know, getting to meet some people. I mean, it's just been such a fun experience, you know, as a smoker. Very cool. Yep. Well, speaking of smoking, I'm continuing along on the Man of War Virtue. What are you getting on yours there, Jeff? Well, how far along are you? I put mine down for a little bit. Mm. And it is still going. Mm. 
Yeah, it's got a good burn line. I mean, it's just been a really nice. Are you trying to let me catch up? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's exactly what I was doing. I'm at about the halfway point here. I'm not going to lie. I sat it down long enough. I fully expected to have to relight, and I didn't. Well, that's and as, good. As, as, you know, the sea breeze and the moisture in the air, I really didn't think the cigar would still be going, and it is, so that's its credit. Oh, that's great. It is a light cigar. I mean, as I'm sitting here, this is definitely a very mild, very light cigar. Um, there's a little, there is a little flavor, little, yeah. little, 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 little bit of flavor to the actual smoke itself. Again, um, spice on the retro hail. I'm yeah, still getting that. But, but by and large, it's, it's a fairly light, mild smoke. Um, but it's not bad. I mean, again, a great breakfast cigar. I was going to say, given the fact that I'm smoking this at, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning, this is not. This is not a bad cigar to start my day off with. I'll say that. Absolutely not. No. Um, no. So this cigar does come to us, and we gave a little bit of the ad while ago from MyMonthlyCigars.com. Tell us a little bit about Nick Gervais's company there, Nick. So My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get cigars sent to your door every month in a nice little package. We get the uh, Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30, but he has a different you know, a couple of different sizes. And he also has the Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. It's two of everything that's in the Robusto box. Both the uh, Robusto box and the Presidente box are covered by his MSRP guarantee, which states that the MSRP of the of the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. So like, for example, August, it's about a $41 total um, in terms of the value of the cigars, but the box only costs 30 bucks. So you're saving $11. But if you did that Presidente box, you're saving $32. So works out even more. And, uh, one thing to note is if you use offer code pulpit, P-U-L-P-I-T, and that'll get you free shipping on the first, uh, box of your subscription, or it will also get you 20% off any of the items in their online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com because he's got a variety of cigars and accessories and all kinds of fun stuff in his online store. And you can get a little bit of a break on that. Awesome. It's MyMonthlyCigars.com. And then Nick and uh, I think the plan is tentatively, Nick and Dave are going to come on to our show next Friday. Now... I'm just going to throw this out, guys, and Nick and Dave might be mad at me when they hear this, but I'm just going to throw this out. The original plan... Oh, that's good, Nick. Piss off the sponsors. Nice Well, job. the original plan for next Friday was Nick from My Monthly and Dave Rivera from Martinez were going to come on, and we were going to unveil the big contest. Okay? Okay. There has been a little bit of a wrinkle thrown into it because... A, a hip? There, there has been a little bit of a hitch, and um, the bottom line is there was a bit of news this week that the uh, Tobacco Plus Expo, TPE, has been delayed next year from January of 2021 to May 12th through the 14th of 2021. Okay. And, you know, we have one thing that you guys are aware of. We have talked about the... Uh, special unnamed unknown cigar that Martinez is working on that they were going to unveil at TPE. Ah, so it, the timeline may be The timeline back. is a little fuzzy right now. So I'm not going to lie guys. Um, as we're sitting here recording this, I've had some text messaging back and forth with Nick and Dave. 
the three of us are supposed to, you know, kind of circle up and discuss, you know, kind of what's going on a little bit. I know we have to discuss this with the other podcasts in the Collective Smoke and kind of get a better picture as to where this all uh, how this impacts us. Does it impact us? I mean, theoretically, the contest is what the contest is. It maybe just delays the timeline of Dave being able to unveil the actual cigar at TPE. I don't know. This is all up in the air. Um, but I just wanted to say that the original plan was all the details of the contest to come out next Friday. We're just going to put a pin in that and see where next Friday takes us. Well, but, and that's but I will say, understandable. yeah, and and I will say though, next next Friday, Nick uh, Nick Gervais at least will be on the show to help us uh, open up the September My Monthly Cigars box. Yay! Yay! More cigars. I'm always a fan of more cigars instead of less cigars. Exactly right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so what are you getting on your uh, Man of War there? You know, it's like I said, man, it's kind of just a, a fairly mild, you know, smoke. I'm I'm not, it, I'm, I'm having difficulty. I don't know if it's because I did brush my teeth very shortly before sitting down to, to do this with you, or yeah. if there's just not much to it. I'm, I'm, I'm having a little difficulty pulling any intense flavors out of it, but I don't want that to sound like I'm criticizing it. This is a good cigar. It is a Connecticut, you know, it's, which, it's, it's a fairly... It's a fairly mild cigar. Um, I would say that, you know, look, would I go out of my way to go and purchase this cigar uh, individually? I mean, this cigar does have an MSRP of $11.14. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I would go out of my way to spend 11 bucks plus on another one of these. Now, I, on the other hand, would put it in my rotation. This is a good stick, and I like it. And I, well, and that's what I was going to say is, if somebody gave it to me, or if it came in another like multi pack kind of deal, I'd have absolutely no problem whatsoever smoking it. I just don't know if it would be part of my rotation. But again, I, I, I would pick the cigar up and smoke it any day of the week. You and I have significantly different palates in that regard, so which, that, which that doesn't surprise me. We don't always agree on everything, but, uh, you know, like I said, this cigar to me, it's a great, it's a great first of the day cigar. It's a great breakfast cigar. You know, I'm, I mean, I've been enjoying it. I'll say the construction. I did say early on that I had to correct some, some burn line issues. Dude, my burn line for like, I'd say at this point, 90% of the cigar has been razor tight. Spot on. The, the ash is nice and solid. It is a... A, a marbly charcoaly gray color. It's it's not a very light bright ash or anything like that. It is a a slightly darker you know shade to it. Um, it's kicking out a ton of smoke. You're right. I haven't had to relight it at any point. You know, so at any point while I'm yakking and talking, because I mean, guys, it's humid AF out on my deck right now, and uh-huh. I would fully anticipate that due to the humidity. I would end up having to to relight this thing after a long discussion with you, and I have not had any sort of relight issues whatsoever. So one, one thing that I've noticed down here in Florida, because again I can't smoke in the condo, mm-hmm. so one of the things that I have noticed is smoking out on the beach. It is very difficult to keep a good burn line going. There's oh, so much wind out with there, the wind, and yeah, the humidity and the 
the sea breeze coming in. Um, but like, you know, this one, like I said, I've tucked in between some palm trees here on, on a secluded area of the condo, uh, back by the electric room. And this thing is just burning just phenomenal. Ooh, you need to watch it tucking in between palm trees. You might end up with some spider the size of your fist, you know, crawling on your back. Oh, dude, you wouldn't believe the lizards down here. It's been awesome. <laughs> and he got a picture of one. We had one crawl up behind her on the fence the other day, and we got a picture of her sitting there with this lizard over her shoulder. It was great. There you go. Well, one other bit of housekeeping I want to get to here. The um, I just want to remind everybody to make sure you submit your questions for Ask the Boys. Call area code 863-874-0000. Get your questions in. We need those for every Tuesday show. And I would like to point out that I am still collecting, although not for too much longer, questions for Ask the X. That'll be happening uh, after Jeff gets back from Florida. So um, we will uh, we'll have to... Uh, Get that going. So, and I know people are looking forward to that. So make sure you call the Cigar Pulpit Hotline, 863-874-0000. Giddy up. Well, Nick, it has been a blast. And I just want to point out. We're not done, Jeff. Last time. We're not done. I just want to point out one last time. We're not done. Before you get into the socials. Oh, look at you with the weird segue. Because you forgot, (laughs) but then I reminded you. I just want to point out one last time to you that. You know, I'm on the beach and you're not. Uh huh. Yeah, there's something very satisfying about that. Anyway, all right. Well, we're on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit and at Naked Gator, Eddie K K I D Gator. You can see all my smoky beach pictures at Naked Gator. You haven't been naked in any of those beach pictures. I'm I'm proud of you. Nobody wants to see that. I swear to God, the other day I went out because again we can't get in the water, so I laid you know, on the sand right up against the uh, waves. And it didn't take long for Greenpeace to come over and dig a trench around me. And they started pouring buckets of water on me to keep me moist. Oh, God. And you're just laying there. I I think they thought I was a manatee. Washed up. Yeah, it was was nice of them, though. It was was thrilling. That is very nice of them. Yep. Uh, We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. They kept trying to roll me back in the water, and I kept screaming, double red flag, double red flag. <laughs> yeah, they just wouldn't listen. I mean, they thought you'd be fine. Uh, they just wanted to save me. I mean, there's a lot of people that just want to save you, but Jeff, you're not, there's no, you're not yeah. savable. Yeah. Beyond, beyond hope. Beyond saving, I know. Well, as we finish up here, I'm loving the Man of War, mm. the Virtue, good cigar. I, you know, I... I don't hate it. It just uh, flavor wise, it's, it's a mild Connecticut. It's not in it's your exa- wheelhouse. That's exactly it. Flavor wise, it's just not not hitting my my target areas. But again, I'm know. glad we're doing it in the morning. I've got some coffee here. I've really enjoyed the cigar. Yeah. No, I'll give you that. It's it's a good good cigar to start the day of smoking. It's Amen. Not, not necessarily like you know. Definitely, uh, you're right. You you touched on it earlier. This would have been an utter disaster for me at 10 o'clock last night. I would have yeah. been, you know, because, I mean, I'd already had a few, and I'd had a few that had a lot more to it than this. And yeah. so I would have been like, I'm smoking air. So, no, this, uh, this, this is definitely a better morning cigar. But 
Yeah, Absolutely. It's a it's a good effort. Like I said, the, the construction is I cannot say anything bad about the construction, the the smoke uh, production off of it, the ash is really great. And even the 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 minor flavor that I do get from it is good. It's yeah. just that it, the flavor profile is very weak in comparison to what I like out of a cigar. It, and it's just it's just not hitting my palate. But I know guys, you're not a drinker, but it's paired nicely i know you're not a coffee drinker mm-hmm. but it is pairing up nicely with the coffee mm. yeah that probably would be good i guess yeah it would you know what it would do it would add a little flavor profile to this it has yes that's no you're right that's a valid point this could be one of those cigars where by itself it maybe is just kind of there but paired with the right thing either coffee or some sort of liquor you could probably get a uh, a flavor profile added to it that would that would make it pop. Yeah, interesting. I will say though, as I'm getting into the final third of this thing, there's a little bitterness starting to come into it. Is it that Connecticut? I'm thinking it's you that, that. I'm thinking it's that Connecticut. Yeah, I, you'll have. There are some Connecticut cigars where when you smoke them, you just get that bitterness in the final third. There, there's uh, one cigar that I can think of right off the top of my head, and you know I love Nick Melillo, but the uh, the uh, Charter Oak Connecticut. Yeah. Oh my God, dude! When I get that thing down to the nub, I mean it's it's almost so bitter. I'm just like, whoa, you know. So and and I like that cigar. You go to on my Instagram, guys. You'll see I have smoked my fair share of Charter Oak Connecticut's. Um, it's a good, affordable cigar. But I'll say that final third on that thing gets that Connecticut bitterness. This is definitely getting that Connecticut bitterness. See, and I think the coffee is eradicating that for me because I'm not I'm not running into that. Mm. I'm definitely down to the nub now. Yeah, because I'm I'm entering into the, into the final third of the cigar. Final third cigars dot com and uh, broccoli, rub. broccoli rub and oh, dude, it was so funny. I was talking with a cigar rep the other day, and um, he uh, I. I won't get into like what company or who it is or anything, but I was talking to this guy and he You've was been awfully supportive on today's cast. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to out people, but this was really funny. I was talking to this guy and he um, was telling me that he had just joined up. He was doing the Midwest and he had, you know, what States he had. And he mentioned Indiana. And I said, Oh man, I said, you know, there's actually a lounge that's going to be opening just South of Indianapolis soon called the smoke pit. And, yeah. you know, we were just kind of talking and, and I said, yeah, you know, I got a buddy that, that lives out there, you know, we call him Broccoli Rob and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's been telling me about this place. And he goes, yeah, he said, I've been talking with a guy from Indy and he's been giving me kind of the lowdown on the, on the, the lounges in the area. I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, who, who have you been talking to out there? He goes, I see, he said, oh man, I'm drawing a blank on his name. He goes, but he's, he's with Final Third Cigars. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Broccoli Rob. Yeah, he, that's Broccoli Rob. And he goes broccoli rob and i said oh yeah we call him broccoli rob and he's like i'll make a note of that on my phone and (laughs) so and i so i laughed and i told him i said oh dude you're gonna this is gonna be so funny i said uh he's gonna hear this and or he's gonna hear you call him that and he's gonna just be like damn it they got to him you know (laughs) so it's reaching far and wide yeah the broccoli rob name is definitely reaching reaching uh reaching further and further out i you know personally uh, I think I think Rob just needs to embrace it 
Um, you know, we I, we had one listener and reach out and say that um, we think he thinks that that rather than saying that you know we're smoking it down to the nub or down or that we're getting into the the final third of the cigar that we should say that we smoked it down to the broccoli. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think that would be a great idea. So it's going to be a thing now. Yeah. So I'm actually getting my cigar down to the broccoli here, and uh, same here. The bitterness is still hanging on, but anyway. So I'm out of coffee now, and I'm starting to pick that up. It's there. It's definitely there. So hi, hi Maxwell. My little guy is uh, Yay, in the house, well. and he, he's talking to me through the screen door as I'm sitting out here on the deck. So, Well, anyway, I think that's a pretty good indication to go ahead and wrap up. Like I was saying, final thought on the uh, Man of War Virtue. Guys, it. it's a solid Connecticut cigar. It's not hitting my fa- uh, flavor profile to where it's one that I would necessarily circle back to on the regular, but... In terms of construction, in terms of smoke production, in terms of just an overall uh, good cigar, I mean, I have I have nothing negative to say about it at all. It's just flavor profile wise, it's just not hitting um, all the areas that I prefer when I'm smoking a cigar. But Jeff, it's, it's perfect for me. I was gonna say for you, if you like a mild shade grown Connecticut, you're gonna love this cigar. There you go. Well, Jeff, you uh, enjoy the rest of your vacation. I'm going to. uh, I got to go eat something now. And I guess uh, be safe on your way back. Now, you're going to be back in time for us to record the uh, the Tuesday one. Absolutely. Okay. So yeah. So this will be the only one by phone that I'm aware of, at least. But I think it's turned out nicely. I mean, you know, it'll do in a pinch. Oh, and by the Other way, guys, you're driving down to Florida. It's the only way we were going to do it. That's true. And uh, by the way, guys, so like I do feel the need to also just explain this. At one point, Jeff and I, you know, Jeff had mentioned that I was going to have a special guest on this episode and whatnot. Uh, we mentioned that the other day about, you know, that we were going to have a special celebrity guest and everything on this episode that uh, did have to unfortunately get pushed back just a little bit. But that's good because then I can be uh, on the interview with you. That's the, and I, I have questions. That's the unfortunate aspect of that. So um, anyway, but yeah, it's it's not that we, you know, didn't it didn't happen, but uh, it did forthcoming. It is it is forthcoming. So yeah, we'll get that we'll get that taken care of. So anyway, well, Jeff, unless you have anything else for the betterment of the cause, I'm gold, baby. I'm gonna go get in the ocean. No. You got to go bidet, right? Oh yeah. You've been shitting between those palm trees, right? I not yet, but it's brewing. Oh god. Anyway, yep. well, folks. This- hey guys, guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys, and we appreciate all the feedback we're getting. Thanks again. Yes, we definitely appreciate all of it. So, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator on the beach, baby. Stay safe and stay spooky, everybody. Hey, Nick. What? Did I mention I'm on the beach and you're not? Fuck off.